Welcome to the Interloop Radio. I'm Rachel Kuntz, and I'm just checking in with my friend Anna Q, author of Made in China. Let's see what she's up to. Hello. Hey, Anna. How's it going? Hello, Kuntz. It's good to hear from you. It's been so long. I know. So much has been happening. I'm so excited we're doing this call. I know. I feel like the last time we saw each other in person was at your book launch for Made in China. Yes. Yeah. Is that right? I think so. I think I was just <laughs> crying with joy. <laughs> like, I was so happy. And yeah, and I feel like... Um, that book launch was kind of crazy too because it was between Omicron and the Delta variant, and it was just mm-hmm. like a small window where I had an in-person thing. But it it's really, true. Made, yeah. But it it like meant so much to me to be in person and to see your face and all of these brilliant writers who have been around and like I've been in community with, and just to be able to celebrate that was just so momentous for me. Like. I'm so glad I did it. Yeah, it was a beautiful night. It was nice to see everybody from Sarah Lawrence again after, yeah. I don't know, almost 10 years, I guess. Yeah, a really long time. <laughs> How long have we known each other, Anna? <laughs> uh, since 2010? Okay, okay, only so 11 years. years. We're yeah, 13 years. 13 years. I don't even know what year it is. That's, yeah. that's a sneak peek into my life. <laughs> So tell me about like your writing life since then. It must have, has, has it been like a bullet train that's just taken off now and you don't know how to get off even if you could, hopefully? And I, you know, I <laughs> wish that was the case. Um, you know, I think the path is a hard one and I think I've been reminded of how hard it's been. Um, I think one of the things you sort of have to prepare yourself for after your book comes out is that immediately everybody forgets about it. Mm. <laughs> and sort oh, of to, um, quickly sort of, and everyone's constantly like, you know, even as you're being interviewed for the book that you just published, they're like, so what are you working on next? When can we, oh. when can we, when can we do next? And, oh, you know, so it's always, we, we live in such a capitalistic society. And so, so it's just taken me, a little while to figure out what that next um, project is for me. I think there's something so external about publishing a a book that, uh, but meanwhile, like writing itself is such an internal process. Mm, Um, And so it just kind of took me a little while to come back to myself and, and, and begin to write again. And um, so I feel very grateful for that. Um, last year, last Thanksgiving, I was at Yaddo. This year, I was at Rag. Wow. So I've been, yeah, I've been doing a lot of writing at, in those spaces. I'm working on a novel. Ah, yeah. Tell me more. <laughs> Switching genres completely. Um, wow. Yeah, I think it, I, I felt like I was ready for a different project and one that wasn't about me. Um, I, you know, writing nonfiction, I think it, it holds a very special place in my heart and I will always write nonfiction, but I think it's also good to turn away from the self after so much 
uh, navel gazing. And I wanted to write like um, more of a saga book. Um, the the book I'm writing now it, it um, is a transgenerational book, meaning it covers multiple generations. It's a big book versus my book, which was uh, my memoir, which felt very small and very, um, you know, in, in, in line with my life in New York. And this feels like a much bigger story. Um, mm. yeah. And there's just so much more possibilities. Um, and, 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 but it's also such a different experience. I was um, going to ask, mm-hmm, how do you, I, how do you make that like mind switch and from like mining the past to sort of mining something else? Like, are you doing lots of research or what's the process? Yeah, I think research really helps. It grounds you. It's sort of when I first switched, it felt bewildering. It felt kind of like I needed a straitjacket because suddenly right. I didn't have any guardrails. Absolutely. What my imagination is going to come up with a story and that's going to sell. Like that seems <laughs> <crazy>. <laughs> nothing in my life has prepared me for this. Totally. Um, <laughs> yeah. And so it has been a very different experience. And, um, you know, for me, nonfiction or that the memoir that I came out with made in China felt very much like a vocation. I, I felt like it had to be first. And I felt like I had to get mm. it out in the world before I can turn my gaze anywhere else. And so that feels very liberating. And that feels really incredible. Um, mm. But at the same time, you know, um, we're being a writer is really difficult and we're constantly told that we need to produce, produce, produce continuously, write, write, write. Um, and, you know, mm. I think we can sort of get burnt out by that process as well. And I think, I think a lot about self care and um, really thinking about, you know, um, what is best for the work instead of how quickly I can write that next book. Um, so tell me, you've been going from residency to residency to residency. I know mm-hmm. that you were also teaching recently at uh, what, what was it, Black Mountain Institute? Yeah. So Anna, I have to, I have to ask. With all of this crazy stuff going on, you mentioned self care. Like, give me an example of one thing that you do that's like not at all writing related, just to like completely disconnect your mind and like let loose, so that you can then go back into deep contemplation. Yeah, I'm a big walker. I'm a big hiker. Um, I do a lot of solitary things that's really meditative for my mind. Um, Mm. So at Ragdale, for example, one of the reasons I loved it is that they have about 25 acres of prairie right in their backyard. So, you know, um, I would wake up, I would write, and then I would get stuck. I would go out and I would walk go to lunch, come back, write some more, maybe go for another walk. And there's something about momentum that's always served me. Um, So like I love sitting on trains and writing on trains. There's something about that momentum that really works for my brain. And it kind of, um, you know, just allows it to um, free up some space. Um, so it's been pretty incredible to be out here in Colorado because nature has become such a huge part of um, of my life. And, um, mm. you know, in addition to the novel, I am thinking about a collection of essays. And um, yeah, and I'm thinking a lot about the theme of forgiveness and home. And that's also Beautiful. one of the reasons I'm out of here. 
out here. I just started learning how to garden and that's been (laughs) so yeah. Uh, Tomato plant. Tomatoes. Yeah. I've been growing tomatoes. So things like that. I feel like I'm trying to find joy and other things. Um, Yeah. I tried gardening too, but I got like five cherry tomatoes. That's it. <laughs> Not very good. <laughs> I mean, I'm. I it's it's been sort of uh, touch and go a little bit. Yeah, I um, always give myself zucchini because it's so easy. It'll grow. Like you'll always get ten gigantic zucchini, no matter what you do to that thing. It will oh, always grow. That's, so good to know. that's my advice to you. Always okay. plant some zucchini. It's like a yeah. real confidence booster. Okay, <laughs> next year zucchini on the list. Yeah. Yeah, and then you'll be um, calling me in a year and be like, <laughs> "What do I do with all this zucchini?" <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> um, so yeah, those are two things that I've been doing a lot. Um, but I also, uh, I'm pretty active. Like, I think exercise is really essential for my mental health. So, you know, uh, remember Kendra? Yeah, Rachel. She lives two blocks from here. We're going to yoga at five thirty. Uh, Tell her I say hello. I will. Um, and that was one of the reasons we moved out here. That we do have a you know a, a community established, which was really important. Oh, that's so great. Um, yeah. Yeah, and leaving New York has just been such a um, milestone for us. Yeah. Yeah. So tell me, any guilty pleasures like Real Housewives or partying oh, out on the Las Canada. Vegas Strip? so much chinese soap operas actually which i love um i'm i'm really into dramas um so i watch a lot of tv also in colorado you know i do smoke and i think it's okay so retro (laughs) yeah so yeah just trying to you know take it easy and um i think also being a writer we are just constantly so hard on ourselves and it's uh, I'm constantly so trying to be kinder to myself, but you know, we're our hardest, harshest critics always. Um, so that's, you know, well, you were always the most hard, hardest working person at Sarah Lawrence. I remember you would get up and run and write and get up and run oh and write. God. And I was like, how is she doing that? Yeah, <laughs> that's really sweet. Yeah. Like, so I think I, you deserve a little downtime and maybe a cigarette. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, for sure. Well, it's been so nice catching up, Anna, and I'm so glad to hear you're settling in in Colorado, and maybe I can come visit soon. Yes, absolutely. Bring the whole family. We'll go on hikes. Awesome. All right. Talk to you later. Okay. Thanks for tuning in. We'll be back next week with more literary fun. Remember to subscribe so you can get inspired, get focused, and get lit on the Interloop Radio.